Disclaimer, Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. and welcome to Slaying Demons, a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, the wonderful Jules and Nevermore. Hello, ladies. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I had a very, very, very quiet New Year's. Um, I was so freaking sick. My mom had this like chest, cough, throat into sinus cold thing that she thought it would be a really great Christmas gift if she gave it to me too. So I had yet another Joss was sick for like 10 days. (laughs) Good Lord, girl. Like this has been, this has been a bad run for sick for you. I know. And that was actually something. And I, and I should, I should go to a doctor. That should be one of my goals for 2017 is actually go to a freaking doctor. But (laughs) um, that was one of the things that I kind of realized. It's like, not only when, like, when anyone is sick around me, I catch it, but then I'm sick with it way longer than anybody else. Like, Matt got sick, too, and he was down for, like, two days, and even then he was still, like, actually up sitting at the computer, like, doing stuff. I was sick for, like, close to ten days, and I was, I, I couldn't even play Warcraft. Like, I felt that shitty that all I wanted to do was just, like, lay on the couch. Like, I watched... I finished uh, the Medici, which was an amazing series on Netflix, but I watched the whole thing. And then I watched like four episodes of The Crown. I watched a couple of movies. I watched some documentaries because I just didn't want to move. I couldn't yeah. even get up. I was just in like my super amazing and I wish I had them with me. I got some really cool stuff for Christmas, including a robe and matching pants that my mom gave me that she made. And it's like, Canada on steroids it's like covered in like red maple leaves and there's two different patterns so one pattern makes up like the part that goes around my neck and like the cuffs of the robe and the sash and then the rest of the robe is a different fabric but still super Canada and I just like I freaking love it and I wore it for like five days straight because I was just like (laughs) I'm not doing this like I can't even function couldn't even play video games that's how sick I was and like So it just, it seems like I have some sort of like underlying issue with my immune system because like nothing that I, that I do seems to help in terms of like my, you know, ability to not catch something in the first place. And then my ability to recover and fight something off once I have caught it. So, um, I, (laughs) 
Goal number one for 2017, be an adult, which kind of can like, that's really an overarching goal for 2017 is just in general, be an adult. But uh, I think that yeah, going to the doctor and maybe having some blood work done should be something I do like in January or February because it shouldn't be like this. <laughs> no. No, it's it, and you know, and that's the thing is like just setting aside the time to actually go do it. You know, that's that's the thing. I totally understand it. It's like go ahead and be an adult about it and be proactive. I don't want to go because then they might tell me something I don't want to hear. It's and it's kind of a demon in and of itself. I mean, there's lots and lots of people who don't necessarily like to go to the doctor, and my dad is one of those who just like that's how when he had his whole brain thing, my mom knew it was super serious because like. He came in, laid down, said his head was really sore and that maybe she should call an ambulance. And she was like, what? <laughs> like, he yeah. doesn't even like to go to the doctor. So, I mean, it, it's definitely a run in the family thing. And it's like, when I was younger, I was just like, this is dumb. Just go to the freaking doctor. What's wrong with you? And now as I'm getting older, I'm like, there could be something seriously wrong. I could like have cancer or like be dying because I'm old now. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> I'm like constantly worried about what I may be told if I go to the doctor that I'm just like, well, if I continue on in blissful ignorance, everything will be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's denial at its finest. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's uh, maybe it's a demon for another day. I don't know. But yeah, I spent my holidays and we're very, very quiet. Uh, what about you, Jules? Did you have a good New Year's Christmas slash New Year's? Yes. Um, so I, I went to visit my family in the the second week of December to kind of do the holiday visiting during that time this year. And uh, I'm glad that I did it then because we had gotten some pretty nasty snow stuff that happened like during the holidays. It would have been kind of nasty for me to travel. Um, and uh, so and then I was here. And so I wound up going over to um, to Pat's house, Pat Crane, my boss, my friend, um, podcasting partner, all that stuff. And, uh, so I spent a lot of time with him and actually it was so sweet. His mom invited me to her house on Christmas Eve and like, she only met me once, but she, I just, he's like, they were like, Hey, you know, she really wants you to, to come along with us. And I'm like, she doesn't even really know me that well. And he said, no, she's just, she's just like that. Like she knows that you're here and you don't have family. So she wants to make sure that you have family to go to for (laughs) Christmas. And they treated me so nice. Like they were just so, so nice. So, um, on Christmas day, I, I mean, I knew that I was going to their house. And so I wound up buying a couple of little gifts for them just, you know, on for Christmas, because I was going to see them on Christmas and they're looking at me like, Jules, why did you buy us stuff? You didn't have to get us anything. And I think they felt bad because they hadn't bought me presents. And I'm like, you made me brisket. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand that your invitation is in of itself a present? <laughs> like you, you fed me like brisket, the most, like the most amazing brisket I've had in a long time. And like fed me your alcohol and like, <laughs> just, like entertained me over Christmas. You have no idea. And, um. So it was, it was super, super nice. Um, and then new year's was very low key. Um, just hung out and played games and and that kind of thing. Um, the holidays this year, like Christmas, I was like, fine. I was doing really good. And then new year's, I was super like nostalgic, melancholy, kind of like, holy crap. What happens this year? It happened this year. It was huge. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
just a quick little story. And I had forgotten that I had done this. Um, back in June, which was right before I moved to Minnesota and right before like major changes had just happened. Like that's when my job had I left my job and I was moving to Minnesota and my divorce was about to finalize. I had seen something on Reddit. It was, um, a, a site called futureme.org. And it's a very basic, like really kind of simple site that allows you to, to send an email to yourself at a future date. I and saw you. I can't remember if you posted this in Discord or if you posted it on Twitter, but I, on I, Twitter. I saw this and I was like, oh my God, that is a great idea, especially for someone like you, Jules, who has gone through so much in the last year. Uh, yeah. it's, it's an amazing idea. It was, and I, I kind of was like, you know what? You need to, to tell yourself at the turn of the new year what you've been, what you were able to accomplish. Not necessarily what you've been through, but like what you were able to overcome. And so I had forgotten that I'd done this. I'd forgotten all about it. And January 1st, New Year's Day, the letter pops into my mailbox. And I'm just like, <laughs> just like, just like sobbing, like, oh my God, like I forgot that I did this. And oh my God, I'm just, <laughs> I was so emotional. And, uh, but in a good way, it was, it was good. And so I would say it is, a really cool thing. Like if you are currently going through stuff right now where you're trying to get through a really big process, maybe you're like going to graduate from your last semester this year and, you know, or there's some, there's a, there's an illness in your family and you're, you know, you're trying to work through all of that. Send yourself a letter like at a monumental date, like maybe the first of the year, or maybe it's your birthday or something like that. It's, it's powerful stuff. It's really, really powerful. So I definitely recommended doing that. It's such, a, like I said, it's such a cool idea. And what was the what was the website again? Futureme.com? Uh, future, yep, uh, oh, okay. Is dot the org. website. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, super simple. It just says, you know, and you're not entering, like you're not creating an account or anything. You're just literally plugging in your information, plugging in the email address you want to send it to, the date you want it to be sent. Boom, it's done. They just, they pop it out to the servers on that day. And it, just showed up in my inbox and I'm like, holy shit. Like <laughs> it was just crazy when it happened. So that yeah. is that is so so cool. So nevermore, I know you have something you want to talk about that happened over the holidays. So I'm just gonna let you take it away because this is as much as it involves me, it's it's your thing. So you can go ahead and and tell us how your Christmas slash New Year's was. Uh our Christmas was great. We spent it uh my family actually came here. To our apartment. Really? We had family here. Yes. Uh, my mom, my sister, her husband, my niece, my grandma, and then we actually had my great aunt flew in kind of spur of the moment. Uh, wow. So she was also here and they came over for breakfast before they went out to other family stuff. So it was a huge deal for me to have people here. Uh, the house wasn't perfect, but <laughs> Ben and I worked together. Uh, we unfucked our habitat. <laughs> uh, yes. We got the kitchen all together and stuff and the living room. We took pictures and it was nice. There's still a lot to do. We still have a lot left over from the moves and stuff. And I have a lot of stuff. So we're getting there. It's progress. So just the fact we had people over. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I and saw the pictures spent... of the BB-8 waffles and I was like, that <laughs> turned out way better than I could have ever hoped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jocelyn got Ben uh, for Secret Santa a BB-8 uh, 
waffle maker, <laughs> among other cool things. But yes, we have those uh, the day after Christmas because my niece spent the night. So we did that as a fun little treat in the morning. So it was That's really good. Great. We had a good time with family and stuff. Uh, so the thing that happened between the last time we recorded and now... Uh, it's so silly now, like looking back on it and I, it's so weird to like explain it too. Um, so Jocelyn and I raid together Horde side cause Jules is Alliance side. If she was Horde side, maybe we'd raid together. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, but we're on a very, very casual kind of friends and family team where we want to do well, but not like really push farther, you know? I mean, we do, but we understand people have lives and can't constantly be on and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, we have new members of the team who have time to invest in it and want to progress farther and do heroics and things like that. Um, and Jocelyn is one of them. <laughs> and I know she's like super hardcore about it. I know she like wants to do well and like see story and lore. And like, I know this, I know this about Jocelyn. So anyway, um, our raid leader, Tet and, Ben, because they're raid leads or whatever. Like, it pops up in Discord about, you know, some of the people are planning on doing a second night or another night team. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what's happening? And I'm just like, okay, well, who's doing it? And they're like, oh, Jocelyn wants to go. And I'm like, but Jocelyn didn't tell me. <laughs> like, I got like so, like, not like hurt or angry or anything. But like, it's okay it's, to say you were hurt and angry because I think well, you were hurt no, and angry well, and that's okay. <laughs> I wasn't angry. Like I was just kind of like shocked because I'm like, Jocelyn tells me everything. Like how come I don't know? And I'm already going through this weird phase because I'm tanking that team that the, not the new team, the, our regular team. And we got to the point where we've done Emerald Nightmare and we've started on uh, TOV. I don't know what it's really called. <laughs> Trial of Valor. Yes. <laughs> Um, and the Odin fight, like we constantly get through the first two phases and phase three where it's like tanks take spears. It's like we wipe all the time. So like my, my confidence is just like shattered in that aspect of my life and rating and everything. Like, I just feel like it's my fault, even though like they had to nerf it recently because it was so overtuned or whatever. And it was. right after know. they nerfed it, we one shot Odin. So yeah, <laughs> but until that point, like the, like even that night, like I I messaged Tet before we even started. I'm like, I am like upset that we're here. Like I know we have to be here to progress. Like if I seem like I'm pissed off, like it's just I hate this fight. Like it already kills my like enthusiasm instantly. So the fact that we got it, I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So we go on to the next boss. And, I, like, because my conf confidence is shattered from the Odin fight or whatever, and Jocelyn's trying to do the other team, like, my brain's doing the disaster thinking of, it's my fault, I'm not doing a good job, like, why didn't she tell me there's a reason why she didn't tell me, like, what's happening? So, like, just that with, like, holiday stress, like, I felt like I couldn't even talk to Jocelyn, you guys. Jocelyn like I felt like I couldn't even say anything about it and Ben's like just talk to her but like I was just so stressed and like I was beaten down and I just felt like I couldn't bring it up and then we started doing the next fight which is that three-headed dog thing I don't know which is supposed to be super simple whatever and like I thought I had to do cooldowns and stuff right away whatever it was anyway we kept wiping on that like granted it's our first night on it Okay, so we're going to wipe. We're experiencing the fight. 
But like I kept dying, whatever. So Jocelyn messages me. And, and I feel like-, like at this point I need to mention I am her healer. I am literally assigned to her to keep to her alive. So, but, but she like messaged me and she's like, you seem to be dying. Like, like she, I don't think she <laughs> And I that. didn't know any of what was going on in Nevermore's head either because like she mentioned she had not been talking to me. So I thought I was putting out an olive branch and being like, I'm sorry you keep dying. Am I not blowing cooldowns? Like, are you getting hit with one specific thing? Yeah. Because yeah, she's like, the first thing was just like, hey, like, how come you're dying a lot? <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Like, I'm frustrated. So then she's like, well, I feel like I'm like it might be my rotation, like and I, like I like the fact that like she's going to do a heroic team, like her and Matt know like a lot. They have multiple characters. Like I have one character. <laughs> like I barely know what to do half the time. And she's like, "How? What can I do to be better?" I'm like, "I don't know. Like I can't help you. Like I can't even help myself at this point." <laughs> so I was just, uh, I was so frustrated, and I wasn't angry. Like I wasn't mad at her or anything. I was just. Like, I was overly hurt, even though I shouldn't have been, because I felt like it had to do with me, and I was stressed thinking it was me, and it wasn't. So, anyway, she ended up messaging me, and we we talked it all out. We explained both our sides, and it wasn't as big as of a thing, so. <laughs> Everybody huge, has crap, guys. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> It's huge, though, because you could have just let it fester and you could have let it just kind of sit there and spin out, you know, spin in your brain. And you didn't. We'll see. But I was, though. And (laughs) he was like, Jocelyn, just talk to her. And I'm like, I want to. I just I was like not mentally ready yet. Like I was like still hurt and like frustrated with the fight. And I just again, my confidence, the holidays, like it just it all kind of combined. And I just even though it's Jocelyn. I couldn't do it. But that stuff, and that stuff is on me as well, because I mean, like, we kind of didn't know, and (laughs) we still haven't recruited enough people to even start the new raid, but um, it's just like, I mean, I should have, I should have known Nevermore well enough to understand how she would take it, and I should have said something sooner, and... I was actually more worried about how Ben, being one of our raid leaders, was going to feel about it. And I was like, well, you know, if I tell Nevermore, then she's going to tell Ben as she should, as she should. And I don't want his feelings to get hurt. So I was so focused on Ben. I wasn't thinking about Nevermore and how she would take it and how similar we are. And I I should have known about the whole disaster thinking and everything (laughs) else. And uh, so I had no idea any of this stuff was going on on her end until she finally actually filled me in. But it was it was a good like week and a half of like no Nevermore time. And there's other stuff going on. And there was like other messages going around in our group. But like she would never like talk to me. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> well, like, I mean, I don't talk a lot in raid anyway, just because I'm no, trying to focus on I. what the hell I'm doing. Like Tet will call stuff out. And I'm not even really replying to him except on like a couple fights because the other fights I'm like super trying to not die, <laughs> like get all my stuff together. So I don't talk a lot anyway, but I know that I was even more quiet. So that's also my fault. <laughs> Everybody has troubles, guys. Yeah. Even the closest of friends. So that's why we wanted to share our little, <laughs> little story. <laughs> yeah, we definitely wanted everyone to know that, yeah, everyone struggles and, and it's okay. And really, in the end, the important thing is that you talk to each other because that's, in the end, what fixed it is we finally said, okay, well, here's like 
what's going on and why I'm creating a new team. And Nevermore was like, well, here's what's going on with me. And this is why that hurts my feelings. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I should have thought of that. And she was like, oh, well, that's why you're doing it. Well, that makes me feel better. So, you know, like once we actually got out there and like talked about it, it was so much better. So just you guys just talk about your stuff. Just just mm-hmm. do it. Um, and so I think, yeah, that pretty much wraps up our holidays of 2016, <laughs> which rolled right into 2017. So this week for our Demon of the Week, we are going to talk about our resolutions and goals for 2017. And I thought it would be really, really cool to kind of just talk about resolutions in general and, you know, what that means and how you should go about it if you normally do them, if you don't normally do them. Because uh, I know for me, I am not a resolution person. Up until very, very recently, I thought it was a whole load of shit. And I was just like, I don't understand, like, what makes New Year's any different than any other time of the year? Like, why can't I just be a better person? Resolutions are dumb. They're promises you make to yourself that are just made to be broken because that's like the big joke, right? It's like, oh, what's your resolution? Oh, go to the gym? (laughs) That'll last for a week, (laughs) which is actually something that's kind of true. Like, you see that all the time with like people getting gym memberships in January and the gyms are empty by February 1st. So, yep. Uh, resolutions is not something I normally do. What about you guys? No. Um, usually I, you know, I don't, I don't set like a, a, like a goal. Like I'm going to, by this day, I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's more of a generalization. And I, that's why I like to, to the word goal for this. Mm -hmm. You know, these are the things that I want to work towards in 2017. Not, um, I'm going to, you know, lose 50 pounds. Like it's not, I don't, not laying that out there, um, anymore. Cause I've done that in the past where it's like, you know, this year I want to blah, 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 then blah, blah, blah. No. Um, I've already got these things that I've been working on. And so I'm going to keep working on them. You've done great by the way, like all your updates of what you've been doing. Like, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I, you know, the, here's the, here's the weird thing is that, um, so when I got back from BlizzCon, you know, just a, you know, kind of a quick summary. I, I'm set up. Gonna, I'm gonna go. To, this is like a resolution, so I don't know why I'm saying this, but uh, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna go to the gym five days a week for 40 minutes a day, and uh, you know, and give myself a minimum to prove that I can do it. And I did it for almost every week except during Christmas week. I did four days instead of five. Oh, well, you know, wow, Jules, you are such a failure. I don't even, I know. And you know, I had to, I had to just accept the fact that, you know, there was going to be times where I wasn't, you know, like, and the the time that I went, tried to go to the gym and there was ice on the ground and I couldn't even make it to the gym because I almost fell on my face. (laughs) Then I was like, I'm not going to go to the gym today because it's too icy out. Okay. Um, If Jules can like brave the elements that I should be able to walk my ass to the apartment gym. When it's like, the thing. I turned around and went home. Because <laughs> I didn't want to take a digger in the ice. You wait, a what? A digger. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. That must be. <laughs> Is that a bad Canadian thing? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I've ever heard that phrase before. A digger. You ever take a dig a digger? Yeah, that's that must be an East Coast thing. Because it was like, you know, I'm like, yeah, you totally took a digger. You know, like you fell over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase before, but good to know now if anyone else uses it. The Canadian. <laughs> um, so here's the thing, though. Over the holidays, I ate like shit. 
I ate really, really bad. And even with all of that exercise from that time period, I've gained about four pounds from that. The and only like, thing that saved me it. this holiday season, because don't feel like you're alone, Jules, because I did not eat well either, but I had almost no appetite because of the cold. So mm-hmm. even though I was eating like crap, I was eating a few bites of crap as opposed to a whole plate of crap yeah. like I normally would have. So <laughs> the uh, the cold spared me, and I think I only went up about a pound, but it's, Good. Uh, it's still, yeah, it was... Uh, the holidays are always tough when you're trying to be healthy and eat less. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told my family, like, bring, like, they're like, what can we bring for breakfast? And I was like, well, you can get, you know, drinks like orange juice, milk, whatever. I'm like, oh, and the Entenmann's donuts. <laughs> like, the chocolate <laughs> ones that are, like, cakey inside. I'm like, I want those. Bring them to my house. <laughs> so I ate, like, crap, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all did. And so the thing about it was, like, I, but what I was proud of the fact is that I I feel like I have now fully on um, established a habit, which is great. So and I'm following kind of what we were talking about in the past, which was to do one thing at a time, establish and, and work on one part at a time. So now now that this part is kind of ingrained, rooted, I'm good. At, I'm good with it. I'm continuing on that now it's going to be about making adjustments to the eating habits and trying to choose, make better choices and do of all those things because I feel like I've, I've done that part. So that's going to be the resolution for 2017 is just to continue to make those little changes along the way to find the magic formula. Um, and I, I really do wish I had owned uh, a tape measure for like, mm. you know, like a, I really do wish that I had started taking measures. I know even though I have put on weight, my legs, my butt, my hips are slimmer. I can tell because the way of my, my pants fit. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Like I know that that's working. So I don't know. It's like, yeah, just screw you body when you're 42 years old and you don't <laughs> want to freaking lose weight. <laughs> Well, I think um, you kind of you you kind of hit on a, a really important point and something that we've talked about before with um, just our kind of weight loss struggles and the reason why I think resolutions don't normally work and don't normally work uh, for me specifically, but I think for a lot of people is that people tend to do them in very like resolute phrases, like they say, okay. 2017, I am going to you know lose X number of pounds or go to the gym X number of times or say, you know, stop drinking, stop eating chocolate, stop, 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 stop. And they make these big statements that it's just impossible to do cold turkey. Yeah. And so that's why it's like setting yourself up to fail. So Mm -hmm. the idea of, you know, just saying I want to like my resolution for 2017 or my goal for 2017 is just to keep making positive changes to my lifestyle. That's of course that's doable. That's 100% doable, and that's doable for 12 years, or 12 years, <laughs> 12 months. Josh, <laughs> uh, it's just going, going all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this for 12 years, and you're not going to stop me. It's <laughs> my resolution for 2017 plus. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's, just, it's one of those things where if you're trying to do anything, and I feel like uh, Lent is another example Um, If you're trying to do anything where you give something up cold turkey for a set amount of time, you're just setting yourself up to fail. So it's better to do these kind of um, small changes and realistic changes and things that are going to make you a better person as you go forward through the year. So with 
that in mind, I thought it would be cool to give some of our resolutions for this year. So uh, Nevermore, do you want to talk about your first goal for 2017? Sure. Uh, mine kind of goes along with what yours guys are, like always. Um, <laughs> we've talked about the getting healthier thing. I've completely failed trained this the whole way. Like <laughs> work, buying us lunch destroys me a lot of the time just because what they buy, I mean, they're paying for lunch. Like, I can't be like, oh, I have all the money in the world. I'm just going to go buy my own. Like, it just doesn't work that way. And I don't meal plan or anything. So that's derailed it. My Fitbit, which I finally found and charged it on one episode. Who the hell knows where it is now? Like, I have no idea what I did with it after that. We just cleaned. <laughs> so who knows? But before the episode today, I went and I got a Charge HR it's from Fry's Electronics, and it's a recertified. So I don't know, whatever. Re refurbished. It. Whatever it says, recertified. Is that a Fitbit but yeah, brand? refurbished. What? Is that the Fitbit brand? Yes, it's Fitbit brand. It's the Charge HR, so the heart rate one with tax. It was like eighty six something bucks. Um, nice. The reason why I got the little tiny one before was because I had just started my job and. I was doing a lot of box carrying and stuff. Mm. And I was worried that with doing that and shipping that I was just going to break it or ruin it. And I didn't want to invest a lot in it if I wasn't going to use it. And I kept thinking about it. Like I keep talking about it here that I'm going to do it and then I can't find it and all that crap. So I'm tired of that one. So I've wanted the other one for a while. I went to Fry's Electronics to get something else and couldn't <laughs> find it. And I was leaving and I saw these and I decided to invest a little bit of money into it. It, like I said, it was only like 86 bucks. Um, and I have 30 days, 30 days to try it, guys. If I don't like it, I can take it back. Mm -hmm. um, but, Good. It's, you know, I have the option if I don't like it or if I decide that I'll use the other one, fine. But for 86 bucks, guys, I'm trying to better my life. So I Go haven't ahead. opened it yet. I just like just got it tonight. So. I'm going to try to get that set up in the Fitbit app on my phone and try to sync that and be better. Cause I have the, I still have the, my fitness pal on there. I haven't been logging it, um, but I've made room on my phone for it. So I need to get the Fitbit app on there too. And so future updates. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I'll be curious to see how well you're going to enjoy it too. Yeah. And I'm hoping that it'll also be a reminder on my wrist. Like, Hey, when you're ordering for lunch today, like make a better choice. Cause there, I mean, there's some places that, okay, I can order the, like, grilled chicken with, like, pico de gallo. Done. Boom. That's what I want. It's not as greasy as, like, a 1,100-calorie whatever meal they have. Um, so I'm hoping that seeing it will be a visual reminder of even though you really want something or you're tired of salad, like, make a better choice. Even if it's to choose to leave that day if I have the money and go get, like, something from the grocery store, you know, fruit, whatever, yeah. if I didn't do it. So that's my – that's one of mine, so – yeah, and I think yep. uh, Jules, you have you have a similar one for your first goal, right? For just being yep. healthier in general. Yeah, keep increasing my fitness and eat healthy and more healthier and more mindfully. Um, you know, being aware of what I'm putting into my body and how I'm responding to it. I think that that is also a thing that I'm trying to be more aware of. Um, so, like, if I'm really craving something sugary after I eat it how do I feel mm -hmm. after I'm done? You know, do I feel better or do I feel like I'm sleepy and want to go lay down? Um, 
I tend to find that, that when I give in to my cravings, I usually feel way worse afterwards, but I also uh, don't have the ability to like have a little sweet thing. I'll have a whole box of chocolates. Thank you. Yep, <laughs> so yep. moderation is not something because usually I just say like no craving. No, 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 no. Okay, fine. And by the time I give in, I'm just like, I must eat them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're talking to the person who shift. took like a half, like took. The, the thing of ice cream to the couch last night and had like the majority of it <laughs> and I texted Ben about it today he's like yep I wasn't looking away and not judging you <laughs> I was like I love you so much thank you uh, <laughs> that's so funny Hachikubo <laughs> said that I should email myself so in 29 days I can check if I want to keep my Fitbit <laughs> that's not a bad <laughs> idea <laughs> Hey, how's it going? Is it plugged in and charged and on your arm? <laughs> it's so big you keep your face. <laughs> oh man. Your, you know, future you is so nice to you. <laughs> uh, so yes. I am what a, my kind of uh goals, I think is the best word for it for 2017, is to uh kind of in the same vein as being healthier, um, I want to cosplay. Queen Ajara for Nurtacular, which is at the end of June. So basically six months from now. So (laughs) see, and that's the thing. She is, (laughs) but I have a long way to go before I can wear her outfit and feel as hot as Queen Ajara should be. (laughs) So I'm thinking about you in it. I'm just like, oh, I'm on this train. Let's go. <laughs> You're like, damn, girl. <laughs> You're making my Murlocs my girl. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know or can't hear, I have the Murloc slippers on and they're they're mergurgling every time I move. So, <laughs> but anyways. Um, Best euphemism ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> So, um, in order to cosplay as Queen Ashara, it's kind of um, not even twofold. It's three and fourfold, really, in terms of a goal, because it means I'm going to have to eat healthier and get in shape because she basically wears this, like, corset, high slit, kind of barely fabric outfit. Um, so I need to be fit enough to to wear that and feel comfortable. Um, I also need to commit to it because since it's cosplay, there's a whole bunch of stuff like I'm going to have to do, you know, ordering stuff online and uh, doing just like the making of the costume, which is going to be, I mean, I've sewn before, but not in a very long time. So it's uh, going to be just a challenge in that way. Um, I'm going to have to learn a whole bunch of new like cosplay makeup things that I haven't had to do before. And then um, on top of all of that, I'm going to have to have the confidence that assuming I get all of this stuff to Utah, I am then going to have to actually put it on and be in front of people. <laughs> so there's kind of like a whole bunch of different things that go into this goal that I need to work on. And I, the, I feel like the more times I say it out loud, it feels like I'm promising to more and more people. So then I'm going to have to do it. Otherwise, people are going to be like, Joss, <laughs> you said. <laughs> so that's why, I, that's why I said the leggings thing for BlizzCon. It was more of a whole, okay, you said it. <laughs> now you got to keep doing it. Like when I texted you guys and I'm like, oh, God, this is really happening. Like, not okay. <laughs> I'm really so, doing this. <laughs> I think I'm proud of you for doing it. 
I'm yeah, I'm really excited. And I, I kind of I picked her because the thing is, I can't do any kind of cosplay that has anything that I can't easily take on a plane because everywhere I go, I have to be on a plane. So with her, she has like armbands and and wristbands and jewelry and a hairpiece and all that kind of stuff that is very iconic. So it's it's very easy to tell when you look at her who it is. Um, but she doesn't have anything that's too big to travel with. So, uh, like, she doesn't have a big sword or, or a bow or anything, because obviously Sylvanas is, would be my, my go-to. But she's got, you know, all this armor, whereas uh, Ashara is, like, she's wearing a skirt. A skirt I can fold up and put in my luggage. So yeah. it's much more portable. So that's why I kind of I decided on her. Plus, she's so iconic in Legion, and I think, you know, going forward, she's going to be a bigger and bigger Warcraft um, person. So I, I think she's a, she's a great choice, especially at this this Nurtacular. It's also the last Nurtacular, and there's kind of no way I would cosplay at BlizzCon, but I feel like Nurtacular, I'm surrounded a little bit more by friends. So I have that, like... I guess, kind of like safety net. I, I like, I don't think anyone's actually going to make fun of me. <laughs> I don't know. Garrett might, Dills might, but <laughs> other than like my guy friends who are just going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I think the majority of the rest of the people there are going to be very, very supportive. So I'm excited to do it, but it's a lot of work. So I feel like um, it's a good goal to have and uh, it's going to require a lot of me Um which is both a good thing and a challenging thing, but yeah, it's definitely a challenge. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna help you along the way and keep you on track, and you know, make sure that you're you're you've got what you need to get it done. <sighs> I know. I'm. I need to make a list. <laughs> yep, definitely That's need to make to a list. <laughs> um, and so yeah, that kind of so taking it really seriously is kind of leads into my next goal for 2016, which is basically treating my business, which is podcasting as a business like, not that I don't currently take it seriously, but there hasn't been enough of a transition from when I was doing it as a hobby than to now where I'm doing it as my job. You know, I'm still very much like, doing it in the evenings and, you know, like sleeping during the day more than I should. And, you know, like very much like treating it casually and not separating. And this is a demon that we're going to cover on uh, a future episode, but not separating out my, my business enough from my actual life. And yeah. most of that has to do with like the way that our, our living situation is laid, is laid out. And, you know, um, just the fact that it's hard when your hobby and your job are the same. Like, so playing video games is both my hobby and my job. So it's like, okay, well, is this gaming time where I'm spending two hours playing Hearthstone, is that because I want to or because I have to? And, you know, like trying to figure out where that separation is. And some of it is going to be impossible to separate, but some of it's not. Some of it I can literally say like, okay, from noon till 8 p.m., this is your work time you shall work now. And, you know, afterwards you have to walk away from it. And that's something that I, I really struggle with is the, the walking away part is, you know, mm -hmm. like, I, I mean, well, even yesterday it was supposed to be like the holiday, the day off, the, you know, whatever. And instead of like taking the day off, I was like power leveling a shaman because I feel like I'm like, I'm going to talk about Thrall on the next episode of For Azeroth, so I should see all the Thrall story and, and 
know what it's like to play a shaman. And it's just like, it's supposed to be a holiday, but I spent a ridiculous amount of time playing a game for work. So it's just like, but then do I do that because it's work or do I do that because I like playing Warcraft? So just in general, like really laying out my time and taking podcast series, podcasting seriously in a way that's like, you know, finding sponsors, like, you know, not doing things for free, which I'm so bad at. And I know a lot of freelancers are really bad at. It's just generally doing things for free. Um, but just treating my business like a business and setting out my tasks a little bit better and treating it like a job because it's something that I really haven't been doing. And uh, there are a lot of things that I feel like in terms of my podcasting career that are suffering because of it and that could be better. So I'm, uh, I, I need to be better at this as a job as opposed to an in-between hobby type thing. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very challenging to do that, especially when it's things that you had been doing in your spare time while you were working. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, there, it's a different, it's a different mindset and I struggle with the same thing. Um, trying to separate when it's work and when it's, when it's not work. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. And I have the constant feeling of guilt that I'm not working enough because I'm, you know, like I should be doing this or I should be doing this. And it's like, well, no, I'd like to just, you know, level a character or whatever, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. but I totally get it. I totally get it. So trying to make that balance and treating the hours of work. These are my work hours. These mm -hmm. are not my work hours. Exactly. Um, and speaking of businesses, Nevermore, you have another a goal for 2017 that's business related. I do. Um, I still, I never got my Christmas Etsy stuff up. I got the pictures done and I just never got them listed. Um, it's like you reach that one point in the month and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, like I have like a million things to do before actual Christmas and all that. And so anyway, didn't get done. Uh, so the goal is to get stuff that I already have made relisted and updated, um, like wording and like all the blurby about it and everything, get all that caught up and then start making new things, um, for the year because I'm really bad about like crafting at the last minute for shows and like restocking things. And like, I'm up the night before I don't sleep. I go the whole night and then go through con all day, go home, crash, like not just like <laughs> fall asleep, like crash out. Like I fall asleep on the couch every night. I sleep on the couch. Even like two thirds of it is me and one third of it's craft stuff. Like, and he'll just leave me there. Cause he knows like I need it. I think the first year I did it, I fell asleep like on food. Like we came home to eat and like I laid down on the floor and like fell asleep on my food. That's how bad it was. So the goal is to kind of keep, making things throughout the year like frequently so that I have stock for my Etsy shop and I'm prepared for shows because as of right now I know that there's at least three shows that I'm going to be vending at for 2017 if not maybe mm -hmm. a couple of more small ones but those are my big three um Nerdtacular being one of them which is sad because that's the first show I ever 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 vended at was Nerdtacular I was a little nervous I'll have to tweet out pictures or something or post them in the chat of my first booth ever um <laughs> So yeah, so I, it holds a special place in my heart. So that's a big one for me too. Um, but yeah, just to be prepared and get all my stuff updated. And like, I need to be better about once I am making more 
then I'll feel the need to use my social media more for it, like my Twitter for it, uh, my Instagram for it. And also streaming it is going to mm-hmm. be a thing. Uh, Joss and Jules have politely and nicely and super kindly offered to help me figure all that out as well as Ben. Um, I think I have everything except he needs to teach me how to use the stream stuff. Uh, I have the camera and everything. So just getting everything finalized and then figure out when. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if Joss, if that affects your schedule stuff as you and Matt's schedule. Because I know here it's like, okay, plan the week, plan dinners, plan around when he's streaming when do we need to be each be quiet for each other? Like right now he's being quiet and gaming while I do this and I'd be quiet and game while he records. And like, that's a huge balance of stuff too. Yeah. And I think you and I have very similar where we're both in like apartment kind of settings. Um, like you say, Ben has to be quiet while you record things. Uh, Matt has to be ridiculously quiet because I can literally reach out and touch him right now. (laughs) And so we very much share a space (laughs) when it comes to all of this. So uh, yeah, scheduling really. And he has an out of the house day job most of the time. So that helps because then I can do stuff during the day and I don't have to take him into consideration as much. But uh, for all of my evening things, absolutely. It's uh, it's a mm-hmm. really big consideration and he is wonderful enough to allow me to have the kind of audio space <laughs> during these times. But it's tough for sure. Josh yeah. said that we should just get a streamer house and that'll help with the business. I agree. <laughs> we'll just all live together. We'll get a house big enough with enough room so everybody has what they need. <laughs> That Matt guy sounds great. Yes, he does. <laughs> Says Matt. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, he's pretty wonderful. But uh, but yeah, so uh, he is a big part of my business for sure. And uh, I love the idea of you streaming. And this is one of the great things about Twitch moving away from gaming-centric content. So for a while, there was Justin TV, which was basically any anything. You could stream anything. And uh, Justin TV started Twitch, which was supposed to be gaming centric. And then Twitch exploded. And then Justin TV kind of fell by the wayside and eventually was shut down. So now Twitch is kind of incorporating small parts of their platform like creative to allow people to have somewhere to share these kind of uh, streams that aren't conventionally gaming. So um, it's like giving all those people who are orphaned by the shutdown of Justin TV a new place to uh, share and be creative. So um, I love that you're going to stream. I think that's amazing. Um, Whenever you decide to do it, just let me know and I will be there to support you because I think it's awesome. Uh, I think creative streaming in general is the best thing that Twitch has done in a very, very long time. So I find them very entertaining to watch. And I like that for the most part, the uh, creative streams have a much, much higher chat room interaction than the gaming streams because although creative streams, like it does take a lot of your brain power to create at the same time, you're able to kind of like glance over and, and talk while you're doing things in a lot of cases. And it's, it's a lot different than uh, most games. I know Hearthstone, usually you can have a lot of interaction because it's a slower game, but anything like, you know, your League of Legends and your Heroes and your Starcrafts and your, you know, all the rest of it, all those titles that are, you know, real time things, you can't just pause to talk to the chat room. So um, I think creative is really the place for uh, creative people to kind of meet and interact and chat. And I love that. So yeah. yay, well, never mind. Creative it as streaming. a way to like be accountable for myself with that too, is that if I, even if it's not like a set day time, like if I plan on doing it like once to twice a week 
and in that time I'm actually making things like it's, it's holding myself accountable to do what I'm planning on doing. So that's a big part of it too. So, and I have, I have a plan that includes other people like, like as a like joint stream thing, but I don't want to talk about it yet because I don't know how it would actually work because I don't (laughs) understand all that yet, (laughs) but it would be cool to include other people at the same time. So. Sweet. We'll see. We'll see what comes of that. We'll see if I get started first. <laughs> that's the that's the first goal. <laughs> so, Jules, do you want to do you want to talk about your second one here? Because it, it actually relates pretty closely to my second goal as well. Or my, yeah, my yeah. Goal. So we we can kind of talk about this one jointly. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, in November, um, after BlizzCon, I I needed to um, do some really hard reality checking on my finances. Um, I got a letter from the insurance, the health insurance company that my health insurance was increasing by $150 a month, um, which is ridiculous. And yeah, that makes me so so angry as someone who lives in a country where I don't need to go and pay every time I go to the doctor, the idea that you guys have to pay monthly and then it's like, and pay, when you, go. Uh, and yeah, pay and when you pay go. Yeah, and pay when you go. But just the idea that, like you said, it went up by 150. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're already paying another number, and now you're going to pay an increase, which even the increase is more than what I was paying for car insurance when I had a fucking car. Like yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand. It's it's <laughs> sickening. Is it what is it is. Disgusting. It is yeah, disgusting. And the the and the, the sad part about it is that if you don't take the insurance, you pay a penalty on your taxes if you don't. So yeah. um so either way you're fucked. And so you have to choose which one you're gonna take. Anyway, um got the I'm letter on in the, the mail. At the end of that spectrum. So yeah, because Nevermore doesn't have the insurance, and so she's gonna have to pay the penalty on her taxes. Yeah. And it's just it sucks. Got the letter. And I knew my finances were really tight as they were anyway. And when I saw that this increase was coming, I just, I, I basically just had to get serious about budgeting. And I, I did a ton of research about budgeting software and wound up picking a package, which I didn't really like, but it actually showed me a good shot of my finances. And the reality was that I am paying way too much in rent and housing right now because, um, I had to, when I moved to Minnesota, I had to kind of pick a place that was relatively close to where I was working. I didn't have a ton of time. And the unfortunate part is that there's not a lot of places to rent in this area. So all of them are just jacked up. Yep. And when people heard how much I was spending in rent, they were like, holy shit. Like that's more than, that's more than I pay in my mortgage. So I did some research and I did some heavy research and said, holy crap, I could buy a condo or a townhome and pay uh, 75% of what I'm paying, you know, like instead of what I'm paying now. And so I, this year, um, I am actually, I just spoke to a realtor today and I am going to start looking to get a place to, to purchase, to bring my housing costs down. Because as it stands right now, I had to tell Jocelyn and Nevermore, I literally cannot afford to go to Nertacular because I I just don't have it. I don't have the money and I'm overpaying what I earn every month, which is embarrassing and and unfortunate. 
because it's like, God damn it, insurance, why would you do this? You know? So really, really frustrated, but I'm like, well, then I'm just going to have to fix this. You know, I, I, it, it, it's, I, I set the situation in motion. So now I have to fix it. Um, you know, I had to weigh the options. If I break my lease before it's done, I have to pay a $2,700 penalty. Holy crap, dude. Yep. (laughs) But, and so I, either I have to wait it out until July where I'm over, like I'm over my budget amount or my, my earnings for six months, about $300 more than I can actually cover. So I'm tapping my savings every month Mm -hmm. or I'm hitting that $2,700 out of that and being like, okay, it's done. I don't have to keep sucking it. It's, it's terrible. Finances are terrible. And I just, it was an awful thing to be in that position. So anyway, (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I'm reading the chat room and Jayance is very, very eloquently putting into words what the, what the two of us on the call and then Jules are thinking, which is, uh, you'll need that insurance if you don't go to Nurtacular because I'm breaking your thumbs, you're going. So the <laughs> three of us. We've already had this very serious yes. conversation with no yeah. matter what, she will be there. So yes. don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you know, the, the, the sad part about it is that I'm very prideful about being able to support myself. Yes. You know, which and, I and- completely understand. Yeah. And it's hard because I'm like, you want to be able to do this thing and you have to make some really tough choices sometimes to adult your way out of stuff. (laughs) So I'm trying to fix this situation, but shit, it's hard to have to say to your friends, I don't know if I can come see you because I literally just cannot justify the cost. And I mean, we were just like, hey, Jules, like you could share a bed with me and Jocelyn and Matt Mm -hmm. and Ben can go share a bed together. Yeah, you would think that we could sweeten the deal by saying, hey, Jules will sleep with you. But apparently that's not enough. Ben gave me the okay, so we're good there. He gave you the okay, so it was all good. Yeah, and so so we'll just have to see where things shake out because I'm, I'm working on the problem. You know, I'm working on trying to fix the problem. So, Which is a very, very good goal to have. Yeah, yeah. I just... I want to get your stuff in in order. Yeah, like get my shit together. Like (laughs) it's just getting it, getting it into a position where I can afford where I'm living and not be stressed about money because it sucks. It definitely does, which is where my final goal for 2017 comes in. Um, So those of you, obviously, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you know, um, just over a year ago now, I quit my job to try streaming and podcasting um, as a sole source of income. And I have discovered over the course of the last year and through some conversations with some amazing people that uh, streaming is just not for me. I don't like it. It's uh, or not necessarily I don't like it because every once in a while I still very much enjoy like hanging out with you guys, throwing on a game and throwing on the stream and interacting with the chat room and all the rest of it is fun. What I don't like is the kind of current streamer culture where the way that you make a living is simply by quantity over quality. I I really dislike that, where the idea is basically like you turn a camera on, you play a game for eight hours a day, and then you just do that for five days a week or six days a week or, like most people, seven days a week, and yeah, Nevermore is losing her shit. (laughs) 
All I saw the chat because room. of the way that my chat is extended because I have it like horizontally instead of vertically is all I read in all caps was or you could swallow and I was just like oh god hey where are we where are you going uh, and then he said that pride so we're good uh, okay <laughs> yes yes they're addressing blame, my previous comments in the chat room <laughs> Anyway, so okay. yeah, you're so um, basically too I, much. Yes, I realized that um, I couldn't, I couldn't, and didn't want to do that, which is basically just you know brute force my way onto Twitch. Um, so I wasn't really giving enough to streaming, but what I was giving to streaming was taking away from podcasting, which is the thing that I really like to do. You know, like I, I like to. Um, to play games and read articles and stay up on the industry and then talk about it with my friends. That's where my passion lies. I think that's what I'm best at. Um, the whole idea of just streaming, it just, it just isn't, isn't me. So, uh, I, I made the decision to, to stop streaming regularly and uh, I keep I keep doing the the nail stream because I feel like that's uh, almost like a podcast in a way, and it's also a time for me to well I I'm doing my nails anyways, so I might as well stream it, and uh, it gives me a chance to kind of talk to the community in a way that I can't necessarily do when I'm when I'm podcasting because it's a and little it's bit more formal. Awesome, and I love watching it because you <laughs> use the little bopper thing. I don't know what it is. And it just, the stamper? I don't know why. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Like, my OCD is just like, it's so cute. <laughs> I'm glad that I you like that so much. Never <laughs> the stamper I, is really self-satisfying. It like, is. You watch that and you're like, it's perfect. It looks perfect. <laughs> oh my god, I you guys mean, are ridiculous. She, like, freehands, like, designs and stuff. Like, I just, like, I love to just watch her do it. It's just very, like, <laughs> As a creative person, like, I just enjoy it so much. I, I don't know. I just love watching it. And well, I'm not just saying that because I love Jocelyn. It's just, I, it's a very different idea of a show to do. And I think it's very cool how she does it. So it's Thank not you. just Jocelyn, guys. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, the switch from podcasting or from streaming and podcasting to basically podcasting pretty much exclusively uh, was good for me, and I feel like the level of content that I'm now creating in the last four months or so has been a lot better because I'm not up till 4 a.m. streaming ridiculousness and then trying to, you know, turn around and do show notes and, and put together cohesive arguments for anything. Uh, so I feel like my content has has gotten better, but this kind of goes a little bit back to the whole treating my business as a business thing. Um, I wasn't set up to make as much money from just the podcast as I was making when I was streaming. Because when you're streaming, you get donations and people don't throw donations at podcasts the way they throw donations at uh, at streamers. And so, you know, it was actually um, probably about a third of my income went away when I stopped streaming regularly. Uh, so basically what I need to do in order to be an adult like Jules and, you know, like, go forward with a lot of the stuff that, that Matt and I want to do as a couple, like, you know, find a place that isn't living in our friend's basement uh, is kind of the number one thing. And in order to do that, I need to pay down some of my debt and to up my savings. So I need to get a new part-time supplementary job, something that is um, probably online 
in a way, because uh, I have like one piece of hair that's really bugging me. It's like sticking straight up and I can't figure out where it is when I can see it on the camera. Anyway, <laughs> so if chat well, room's wondering why, yeah, in, in case chat room's wondering why I'm petting myself, this is, I don't need to like soothe myself as I talk about money. I had one piece of hair that's driving me crazy. So it's fixed now, don't worry. But uh, yeah, what I do need to do is to, you know, like pay, finish paying off my debt, which I, I have been doing a good job of over the last eight months or so. But I need to finish paying off my debt and I need to then start saving some money so that we can move forward um, and not live in our friend's basement. As amazing as they are and how much I love their little baby and he's adorable and I, I just, I love them. They are great, but uh, we need to not be living in our friend's basement <laughs> this time <laughs> next year. So um, that is going to involve me getting another job, which I think is totally fine. Um, it's something that is going to be, I'm hoping that I could do from home and online and in pieces. So like weeks when I have more time, I can do more of a secondary job and weeks that I don't, I can't. And, you know, like have that little bit of flexibility because, um, yeah, working for, working for tips and not having paid vacations or, you know, like holidays or all the rest of it, it's um, really stressful. I would like to have something else going on that can help relieve some of that stress and also take some burden off of Matt too. So no, my yeah. wig's not going to fall off. Screw you chat room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a cool idea too. Driving Uber as a, as a flexible thing. Well, yeah, but that would, I'd have to have a car, so that kind of doesn't work. <laughs> Which is also the reason why I need to have something where I can work from home is because I, d I don't have a vehicle, so. <laughs> Jay, stop. <laughs> they don't have Ubers in Canada because people are just so nice, they give you rides for free. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, awesome. so, uh, so getting a part-time supplementary job so kind of supplementing my income in some way is my goal for very soon in 2017. So, uh, yeah, just keep your fingers crossed for me, guys. <laughs> awesome. And I think I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Nevermore, yep. you, have, you have one more, I think. Oh, so sorry. So do you, Jules. Sorry. Um, that's okay. Jules, do you want to do yours and then we'll finish off with Nevermore's because it's going to be a good one to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So um, one of the goals that I have for this year is um, to practice more patience and understanding both for myself and for others. Um, because I think that's something that I've struggled with, I, I think, for the last you know year or so, um, especially towards myself, is to not be patient with myself, not be understanding with myself. And when I, you know, so when you go through a big, big life change and you see other people that are struggling with the same thing or same things and they don't are, aren't ready to make those changes for me specifically, I get very frustrated. Like I can tell you, it's going to be better if you would just make it through this, mm -hmm. if you would just push, if you, you know, and I have to be better about understanding that not everybody thinks like I do. And, um, because unfortunately I just get, I, I get to the point where I'm like, I can give you the answers, but you don't want to hear the question. <laughs> so, um, and it gets frustrating for me. And sometimes I just kind of lose, um, understanding for other people's p position where they are in their lives at that point. And so, um, I've made it a goal 
for myself. Practice patience and understanding for myself and for other people. It's a good goal to have. And I, it's so yeah. funny because now that you explain it, that makes a whole lot more sense. When I first saw this, I was like, yeah, because Jules, you are the bitchiest person I know. I come to you with my problems and you're like, Psh, whatever, get out of here. <laughs> that never happens not- ever, guys. That's why this is so ridiculous. I was like, it's I saw that. Bad. I'm like, you don't have, Jules, you don't have to have this goal. This is, you're, you're done. Stamp done. Like, <laughs> but now that you explain it, I see, I see what you mean. And I can see how that would be something that you would struggle with because when you see things in other people that you know you don't like about yourself potentially and you're just like oh my god why don't you just blah it's like well I could also just blah but you know like it it makes it frustrated that you know someone else is also not doing it when you know they'd be better like you might be better too but it's it's hard to take your own advice so yeah now that you explain it I'm kind of like oh that makes more sense (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I've tried, I've tried over, like I was a very impatient person when I was younger and that's been a journey that I've taken for many years is to just be more patient and, you know, try to, but there are times where I slip backwards a little bit. And especially as you gain more life experience and you're like, you know, when I see someone complaining about bad things in their life and bad things and bad things, and it's like, you know, you could change that, Mm -hmm. you know, you could fix that. But I have to understand that not everybody is aware of that. So that is um, to to tamper down my own frustration, too, on some of it. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, work. It's a constant work in progress. (laughs) As your resolutions, like we talked about off the top of the show, I think that these are are things that should be a constant work in progress and not a a, not a black and white. I shall or I shall not. So right. I, I like this. I think practicing patience and understanding is a is a very good make yourself better type of a of a goal. So uh, speaking of making yourself better, never more. I think this is going to make you way better. And it's not that you're not good to start with, <laughs> but I am a big fan of this resolution. So I think you should finish off our resolution and goal talk with your fun one. I'm so excited. I want to do it too. <laughs> Okay, so it's not really a resolution. It's just something that I've wanted for a really long time, and I keep talking it's a goal. about it. It's 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 a goal. Yeah. But I keep talking about it, and I realize like time keeps passing, and a lot of it is like financial stuff. And I have money from like my bonus just sitting around, so like I could save it and be an adult, <laughs> <laughs> or I can finally do what I want, which is get a tattoo finally. Yay! Jocelyn has one. Jules now has one. Ben has some. I mean, everyone we know has some. I've debated it for forever. I have like two, two to three things that like have constantly been on my mind that I want that even if something changes, like I'll still love. So it's like, it's not like I'm just jumping in and picking something weird. It's like, I've thought about it for a really long time. I mean, apart from like, ones that I might eventually get that are like family related. Like that stuff's like obvious. Like I have things in mind for that later, but for ones that I want right away. So I've, I constantly like, he catches me all the time. Like I, I stalk certain people on Instagram that I like (laughs) enjoy their work and like, but I'm like really like, okay, so factor in my OCD. Okay. (laughs) Like factor in my OCD. So like, I'm terrified. Like I'm not so much terrified of the needles. Like I think I'll be okay with that. I'm more worried about how I'll react. Like I don't, it's uncertain how my body will take it. Like I'm, I'm afraid that I'll be one of those people who can't stand it and pass this out. 
even yeah. though I don't have the fear needles or whatever, I'm, I don't know what my body will do. So I'm a little worried about that. Um, but the other thing is my OCD on like, what if I find like a person that I like and they do it and like she like there's like a wonky hand or like the face doesn't look like how it's supposed to be like uh, it just like terrifies the crap out of me. So like I've been stalking Instagrams of a couple local tattoo people and trying to find out who will fit best for what I want. And so, yeah. I'm working on it. It's just I'm scared. I'm really, really scared because you guys know me. Like my OCD. Like I'm, like I'm terrified that it's gonna be wrong and like on me forever. Like it's not just like I don't like it and I can walk away. Like it's on my body. Well, just so, I mean, commission the drawing ahead of time because I think I know I know about the one that you're talking about. And yeah. Uh, yeah, just get them to draw it ahead of time. Like usually a, a good tattoo artist will do that for you and they'll yep. they'll do the drawing ahead of time. It might cost you 50 bucks or something to, to have the kind of proof done. And then you yeah. can say like, yes, her face looks great, but I don't like the way she's posed or, you know, whatever. And if they won't do you a drawing ahead of time, that is a huge flag and you do not want to be tattooed by that person. Well, and I've seen like, I've seen them do like their line art or whatever, you know, they'll say, okay, this one's up for grabs, whatever. And then I'll see them do it later. And I'm like, ah, oh, like the shading, like on that, on that like nose. I'm like, I don't know. Like that kind of makes it like, kind of weird. So like, I have to, I have to let part of it go. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, that, the other thing that you have to understand, particularly with um, like faces and stuff is, um, with a tattoo, when they first do it, first of all, it's really uh, red underneath and swollen, so it looks a lot darker than it's going to be. Um, yep. But also, especially blacks, they, they fade over time, so they do them really dark in the beginning, so that after like a year or so of your tattoo being a tattoo, then it's going to start looking more like what you're probably picturing in your head. So you have to kind of, you do have to give it a little bit of time. Um, yep. Like the one I have on the back of my neck when I first had it done was like, really bright. But like now it's, it's, it's quite faded. You can still see it. I still, I, I love it. And uh, people are, I'm getting so many compliments on it now that my hair's short. Cause everyone's like, yeah. oh my God, when'd you get a tattoo? I was like, <laughs> about seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but no one ever saw it cause my hair was always down. So um, yeah, but it just, it's one of those things that kind of like blends and fades over time. So yeah. you need to you need to not freak out too much <laughs> I know see and that's I need to it's like mental like I need to one like figure out the whole like how my body will react to it thing you know keep the money aside for it um decide which person I want because like there's a couple people who I like their style but I don't know if it'll work for what I'm wanting yeah. um even though I've seen them do like great like photorealistic stuff it's not people it's like other things mm -hmm. so I'm just kind of like I don't know like and it's like a different type of thing I don't know so it's out there hopefully gonna get it I don't know when because my birthday's in January so I don't know I don't know we'll see it's a goal I, I for got, 2017 you've got 12 months to figure it out yeah <laughs> but while I have the money from Christmas like it's overlapping and I'm like maybe I'll get money for my birthday from family and just be like <laughs> don't get me a present just put Put somebody in my tattoo fund. It's all good. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I think that is a very, very fun goal to have for 2017. I think that well, is Well, me too, though, because I've wanted one forever, but, like, I'm, I'm scared of the certain things. So hold me to it, guys. Yep. You're going to do Absolutely. it this year. Absolutely. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't hold me down. Hold me to it. <laughs> oh, well, that's less fun. Are we still talking about the tattoo? <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, I wanted to get to our listener feedback section before we actually close out the show. Uh, this one comes to us through our Discord. If you go to jossplays.gg, or sorry, discord.gg slash jossplays, then you can check out our Slaying Demons channels. There are two, one for PG topics and one for non-PG topics. (laughs) Uh, Feel free to join in the conversation there, which is exactly what Scooter Prime did. He says, hey, all First, I really love the show, and it's comforting knowing you're not the only one struggling with apparently common demons. Does anyone find that when you're in a good way and friends or family vent to you because you're a good listener, it brings you down? I know I have a bunch of demons that I've thought about looking into a therapist just to vent to a neutral third party. Anyone know anything about those online sites like Talkspace? So, Jules, you actually posted a response to this, and this is why I wanted to actually mention it on the show. Um, particularly about the whole uh, when people vent to you thing. And I, I feel really bad because I vent to Jules all of the time. Like she she gets all of my venting. So <laughs> I feel like I've done her a disservice by not knowing this thing about you. So um, I think you should maybe just take it away and talk a little bit about the whole uh, being brought down by being a good listener. You know what? It, it And just so you uh, disclaimer, you don't bring me down because I've learned how to manage it. Um, but well, that's good. It, it, Cause when I saw this, I was like, Oh no, <laughs> no, but you know what? It's the same thing for me in my entire life. I was always told you're a really good listener. And, um, but there were a lot of things about me that I had been, I always thought that there was something weird about me. Um, you know, because of certain things, aspects of my personality, like I'm, I, I get tired very easily for like not doing anything. I don't like big crowded spaces. I don't like going to big, you know, and if I do, um, I need like a day or two just to recover. And I'm like, well, what is wrong with me? And part of it is being an introvert, but there's also something about me, which I I did some reading and, and said, you know, I might be what's called an empath, which is someone who is really highly sensitive to other people's emotions and other people's feelings. And so I did a bunch of thinking and researching. And I actually came across an article that I gave to Scooter Prime to say, here are some of the traits of what an empath is. And when I read this article, there was about, it was like 85% me. It was like 85% what I go through. And those conversations, like, let's say, you know, let's use Jocelyn's example here where she said, you know, I vented jewels all the time. And it used to be like, I would walk away from a conversation like that feeling just devastated. Like, you know, cause I, I would take in all of the emotion and all of the pain and all of the frustration the other person was sharing with me and it would become my own. And, uh, you know, I, here's a great example. My dad and I are very, I'm very sensitive to my dad and my dad hates to be late for things, hates it. It drives him crazy. And every time we were going someplace and we were, had a threat of being late, he would go bonkers. And I would get so physically ill, like anxious, sick to my stomach, shaking, nervousness. And I'm like, this isn't even my, these aren't even my emotions that I'm feeling. I was picking up his stuff. And so I shared this with Scooter Prime and and he was like, oh my gosh, that's like me. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are someone who is more, um, you know, I I actually, they they use the term empath. I use the term um, that's actually, um, 
it's called highly sensitive and it's not like, oh my God, you're so emotional. It's like, no, you're <laughs> highly sensitive to like other people's emotions around you. And it's like, if I go to the mall, I go, I'm like, oh God, all I can hear is just this. It's just like static on a radio. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to go home and, and be in my own space where it's just me and the cats. So, <laughs> it's so um, funny because it's literally the exact opposite to me. Like, not that I'm yeah. not sensitive to other people, but other people's emotions don't necessarily affect me. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I love talking to Nevermore and she needs to rant and she can get it out to me and that's fine. And I find that if, when yeah. I do the same, like I get everything out and I, I'm a big talker. So I don't, surprisingly, I know to those of you who are listening to the sound of my voice right now, obviously I do a podcast. It's literally about airing my shit. I air my shit and I feel so much better. It's like, I talk <laughs> about it out loud and then it's gone. So yeah. I never really like yeah. I, holding on to stuff like uh, emotions and particularly other people's emotions, such a foreign concept to me. Like I am a very nice person and I can empathize but not to the point where it actually affects me and how I feel yeah yeah see, I'm more like Jules uh, see normally I'm way more like I, I mean I'm like both of you but normally I side more with Joss for just random stuff but I'm way more like Jules for this because yeah I not so much the like going into the crowd and like that kind of a thing but if if I notice people are having like that type of a situation like especially like, I mean, I know everybody gets upset for, like, disaster type whatever, mm -hmm. but my mind, one, hurts for them, yep. and then right after that, it's, oh, my God, like, what if this was me and my family, and what if we were going through this, and oh, my God, like, I can, like, feel what they're feeling, and, like, like, I, for one reason, you know how, like, YouTube, you, like, click through, and you watch video after video for whatever random reason, I one day clicked one of the ones that was the Boxing Day, um, not tsunami oh yeah and i clicked yeah. it and i'm watching it and i didn't realize it was like an hour long and i'm like sitting there bawling and it was like three parts of three different hours and ben's like why are you watching this i'm like i don't know and i can't stop and i'm just like <laughs> crying and i just i can't like things like that or like animals and people around me or like but it's not so much my family just because i don't get a lot of like people communicating that kind of thing to me, but friends that are having a hard time, things like that. I'm yeah. more like Jules. I don't think to the extent that Jules has that. It's um, very strong but, for me. I mean, but he'll look at me and he'll just, he'll know like the day that we had um, where our ceiling was leaking, we were supposed to go to the overwatch movie thing and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. I got so stressed and so, I was frustrated because it was leaking and it was our stuff and we were supposed to leave and I was getting so worked up. That's like right before I got sick for like two days. Like I was like throwing up and like, he's like, I think it was stress. And I'm like, I think you're right. Like yeah. I can't not feel what's happening around me and put myself in that situation of stuff. So whether yeah. it's like a disaster thing or a friend is having an issue, like I put myself in it and I feel yeah. it and I feel for them. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah, it's there's there's a lot of similarities to it, um, and uh, it's it's very tough for someone who is so for for Scooter Prime. What he, what's happening? I think is that these these people are kind of unloading their their big pack of, of stress, and they're transferring it to him. Mm -hmm. And when you don't know how to manage that, and you don't know how to take that and say these are not my emotions, they're somebody else's that I'm dealing with, and I just need to you know get rid of it and get it out of my system. Um, 
And I really, once I understood that this is what was going on with me, I understood better how to manage it. But when you don't know, it is really, really scary. Like going into BlizzCon or going into a big space, I have to be mentally prepared for it because it's like a radio. Mm -hmm. It's like a radio that is constantly buzzing about, I can feel everybody around me. I can feel people who are stressed out. I can feel people who are super excited. I can, you know, I could point to that person and say, this person is completely overwhelmed right now. And it, you are know, you pointing in a mirror? <laughs> you pretty much. <laughs> so you just kind of learn how to, how to manage it. But, mm-hmm. um, just if you, if this sounds like you, if you don't know, like if you've always had these problems, like, um, you can't watch bad things on the news or you can't watch things like the walking dead because they stress you out too much. Or, um, when you talk with people after a while, you're just completely exhausted and, you know, but just as like, there's a really hypey place. Like you go to a club or something that you're super hyped up when you walk home, you're like, yeah, you're like, you're just, you know, you're picking up stuff that other people are passing around to you. Well, and, and I think that that kind of uh, brings us to the second part of his, his question, which was, you know, like I'm thinking about looking into a therapist to help to deal with a lot of this. And uh, a therapist is going to give you a lot of tools that Jules is talking about to deal with some of yeah. this. Um, and one thing you mentioned was uh, online sites like Talkspace. And I had never heard of this, but basically what it is, is it's a service that puts you in touch with a therapist via text message, via an app, um, basically 24-7. Um, and you have to pay for different levels of access. So like a certain number of text messages, it's like unlimited text costs like 30 something dollars a week, I think. Um, and I think um, there's there's good and bad things, obviously. Okay, so uh, just going to throw this out there because I know um, some of you may have gone. I have never gone to a therapist. Um, I think had a, there are a lot of things that I dealt with from the time I was about 19 until I was about uh, 25 to 26 that had I talked to a therapist, I probably would have been in a much better place sooner. And yeah. even then, like I'm still dealing with the the fallout of a lot of that in my current relationships. And it can be very, very difficult. And I think if I, if I had gone to therapy and if I talked about it, then it would have made a big difference. So I am a large advocate for therapy, but I have not personally myself ever done it. Um, but I've done uh, it most times. So, so there you go. So you can speak from a, someone who has done it standpoint. Um, oh, yeah. But I think um, looking at this site, and I, I think there's others like it now, but from what I can understand, this was the first one. I think this is something that I would have done because I know myself as a person and the reason I didn't go to therapy is because the idea of saying things out loud to other people where I think they're going to judge me is not something that I'm going to do. <laughs> so, I mean, I know that I that I talked a lot earlier on in the episode about how I'm kind of the person that can just say my stuff out loud and then feel better, which is true. But there's a whole hell of a lot of stuff that I don't say out loud. And I have never, may not ever, but the one thing that I can see myself doing is texting. Because there are some things that I've opened up to both the Slain Demons community and to Jules and Nevermore uh, privately that I've done through text. And even still, as much as I would like to tell my story, I can't ever imagine like being at Nerdtacular with Jules and with Nevermore and saying, okay, this is what happened to me. 
Yeah. I, I just wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to get through it. I would think that they were judging me. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to talk about it. But I think I could text someone. Yeah. So I feel like this is a great idea. <laughs> That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. And so, well, I 100% advocate. I'm, a, I'm an advocate for therapy. Um, you know, finding the right therapist is key. Mm. super super important and just because it, someone is a therapist doesn't mean that they're the best match to you so you, you know start with one and like decide that that doesn't work for you right like i think yeah. people feel like once you start you're locked in and that's not the case no not at all i mean yeah it's sometimes frustrating to say i've just started with this person and i've gotten through the really tough stuff of explaining what's going on in my life and now i've got to go someplace else um it's more about going to looking at it is, is this person connecting with me as a person? Like I had a wonderful woman who was my therapist in Madison and I miss her dearly because she just got me and she understood me and she just zeroed in. But I've been to therapists who were just kind of like in their own little world and didn't <laughs> connect with me at all. And it's really frustrating when you don't have that. And so you have to understand that these, just because they have a degree doesn't mean they're automatically going to fix you. There has to be a good rapport. There has to be, there has to be chemistry between you and a therapist for them to really kind of connect to who you are. So, so do you think that uh, you would be able to have that kind of uh, rapport and chemistry with someone that you only interacted with through text? I know I couldn't because I would need to have, um, I would need to see someone's face and to see their eyes yeah. And to hear their intonation to be able to understand if they're really connecting with me. And I'm like, I don't know where my story is going via, mm. via a text message. Mm. You know, that would be worrisome to me and I wouldn't trust it. Fair enough. So, so I mean, so basically uh, Talkspace is um, licensed therapists on the other end. So they are bound by all the same sort of rules that a, a therapist normally would be. Um, the actual text chat itself is all encrypted and it is a, I can't remember, they had some other service that they were working on that turned yeah. into this. And I can't remember what it was. But basically the idea is that the only people who can ever enter that space are you and your therapist and it's anonymous. So it's, yeah. um, and I think your history is only kept for six months and then deleted. And that's a legal requirement. Yeah. So I think it's a, but it's a I, great but idea. I understand, I do understand that though, because there's always the, the issue when you're putting anything into writing versus saying it out loud. I mean, anything you put in writing, there's no disputing that, right? Like if anyone ever saw it, it's a lot different than somebody like a therapist taking notes or something. And then, so say you're in a situation like getting a divorce and it's going really poorly and they find out you're in therapy and then all of a sudden they, you know, compel your therapist records. Well, if every single word that you've ever said to your therapist is literally transcribed in a text message, that's probably going to be a lot more um, detailed and possibly damning than anything that you, you know, would say to a therapist in person that then they jot down on their notes, right? Like they're not yeah. going to make detailed exactly everything that you said type notes, but a text message is going to be everything, right? Yeah, so, yeah. There is, there is definitely that consideration of if it was ever legally compelled, you would rather have an in-person session than a, than a um, text message session. But yeah, um, that is also like I'm 
I don't think, knock on wood, I'm going to be in that situation in the next six months. So uh, it's not something that I would necessarily be worried about, but I can see it as a concern for sure. I can hear your slurs. Oh, did you know what that was? I can see it as a concern. Cat. I thought one of the cats was like a slippers because she My McGurgles. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, everybody's different and everybody's going to look for ways to, that will help them kind of open up. And I know for me, I would need, I need to have someone across from me. And I, it could be three via a Skype cam and, um, you know, in my, in my home and the other person is, I, I can do that. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But well, to and be I, able to I have, do you think that that's an option? I think. Yeah. yeah. That and, and so it's a Skype preference yeah. thing. Getting you started though. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's awesome. It seems like a, very much like a stepping stone. Like if you've yeah. ever thought, should I talk to somebody? I wonder what that would be like. Would I be able to share and would I get anything out of it? This might be the kind of thing that maybe you invest a couple of weeks in and just see. And then, you know, if you if you get enough out of it, great. And if not, maybe it's a stepping stone to therapy or maybe it's something where you go, oh, actually, I'm kind of okay. Yeah. Right. Because you want right. to also see, I mean, as somebody who's taking what other people are telling you, you need to also like, if you need to go to the therapist, that's your choice. Good for you. If it helps you, you just need to also keep in mind of yourself, like self care, like at what level, like, are they like in a way not hurting you, but kind of overloading you, you know? Um, Cause I mean, we don't know how many people you're talking to and on what level of seriousness and all that. We can't judge that for you. Just, I just personally just say, keep yourself close, you know, take care of you. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, and that'll help too, but, you know, focus on that as well as helping others, family, friends. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very good advice. Um, so I think that's pretty much going to do it for us tonight. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on our return after our break uh, for episode 13 here. I think it went well, even though it was potentially unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> On episode 13, I said I was going to get a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, So, Nevermore, why don't you start us off? Where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Quoted Nevermore. And on Etsy, uh, it's geekasylum.etsy.com once I get that up, which I will either tweet or post or whatever here or in Discord. Excellent. Jules, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at JulesRPG, and you can find my other show, which is Torrent Think Tank. It records on Thursdays at 8 o'clock central at twitch.tv slash Tank, and it is an advice show for gamers, about gamers, discussing things that gamers send us. Excellent. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. You can also find links to everything I do at JossPlays.com. I would like to encourage each and every one of you to follow the show on Twitter. We are at Demons Podcast. And if you would like to send in an email with your demon, please do so at DemonsPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.